Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesla of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Fleece to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how you doing? It's SummerSlam Saturday, Colin. I'm doing pretty damn great. The wrestling world is a buzz, and I it's the biggest party of the summer. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. SummerSlam is tonight. We're recording this on Saturday. So, of course, we will talk about the pay-per-view, the SmackDown side of things, the general pay-per-view, uh, and, of course, what the show we did see last night for SmackDown. Uh, before we do, just want to remind you all of this show, like everything we do here at WrestleZone is available on any number of streaming platforms, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be, we've got you covered. So, Robert, might as well start with the big story for WWE here. Uh, with the, the show closing angle with Roman Reigns, John Cena having a final exchange ahead of SummerSlam. And WWE gave away the result of the main event of SummerSlam, a generational clash of two of the very top guys. The one match at SummerSlam that people actually really want to see, and they just gave it away, Robert. Tell me all about it. So, essentially, the Roman Reigns and John Cena were having a verbal sparring match again, and... Cena really hit on the, all I need is one, two, three. To his credit, you might say, oh, that's cheesy and stupid. No, people were into it. And for me, like, if people are into it, that's all that matters. I just don't like that Roman Reigns says, oh, well, you're in Hollywood. And John Cena says, yeah, I know. Everybody thinks I'm going to lose because I'm making a movie. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm winning the title. And you can, you'll see the WrestleMania You'll see the belt at WrestleMania because I'm leaving. And first off, I'm like, I like the confidence in that, but I don't like that John Cena's just like, kiss my ass, I'm leaving with your belt. Yeah. And then Roman goes, oh, I can go to Hollywood too, John. In fact, if you beat me, I'll leave WWE. Okay. It's all right. You took the one match that people wanted to see. Roman Reigns, John Cena. That's it. That's what people want to see. And what did you give us? You gave us convoluted booking, Finn Balor, uh, Cena signs a contract in Blue Sharpie, which he did acknowledge. How is it even legal? <laughs> but, uh, funny enough. But it's, it's a hat on a hat, man. It's John Cena, Roman Reigns. It doesn't need to be goofy. It doesn't need any of that. And also, I kind of think this might be a swerve that you go, oh, well, this must mean that Roman's winning. And then they swerve you just to swerve you because that's what they do. That's what they do now. Like, I, it, it's just made me kind of like, if, if Roman wins, it's, of course, Roman wins. Yeah. Because he said he would leave WWE if he didn't. If Cena wins... It goes from, okay, Roman can beat his ass at Madison Square Garden to now they have to find some convoluted way to not have Roman leave the company. Yeah. Like, it's uh, dumb. It's, it's dumb. very dumb. It's I dumb. Mean, you And let me just say something. You Then you do the stupid, uh, John Cena rolled him up. One, two, and by the way, Roman kicked out at two. So he couldn't even yeah, get a three maybe count. two and a half. And so that was not a three, a three count. count. You know. And... What what is this? Like it's John Cena, the man who has 16 world championships going for a 17. And you're just like, I know what we'll do. We'll make it sound like he can barely hang 
and that all he needs to do is get a one, two, three. This is the guy who's like literally is five moves of doom, is you know, was the face of the company for 10 years. How how did we botch this? How did we botch the only match that people wanted to see going into SummerSlam? I don't know, Robert. I mean, for months this has been the pretty clear at least reported direction, then it started, then it became somewhat official of Money in the Bank, seeing the returns, and you think, wow, this is great. There's no way they can screw it up. And they did. They 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 multiple they, times over. Yeah. And they, they brought me back last week. I thought the, the the promo change was really fun. Granted, it wasn't for everybody. Some people thought it was too uh, you know, maybe too gratuitous to have seen a, a referencing CM Punk and, and Dean Ambrose, but I liked it. That, that's you know, that's what I'm here for. Um, and then last night they just they a they gave it away that you know, there was or I, I should say hey as you said there there is a chance that somehow they could just pull a swerve and try and figure out how to walk it back and I don't know uh, who even knows it may uh, saying Roman could be taking time off and maybe he actually will lose and and he'll go away for a little while uh, and she's also predicting saying it could win I mean to me Robert the fact is that you know last week I thought okay. You know, we could we could we could see Cena win. There there there's a chance. And then, as you said, maybe then he drops the title back at the Madison Square Garden show. Like there there's there was a clear like possible uh, sequence of events there. And now, to, I just I don't see Roman Lee. Like that just feels very off to me. I don't I don't think he's gonna lose because like I have no idea how you could possibly walk that back and, and have him come back because he agreed. I could I guess I guess you know if we're gonna you know play it out, he could say, oh I never signed a contract because clearly we're, we're, we're emphasizing the importance of contracts here. That's how Cena yeah, got his title shot in the first place. I don't know but there was a verbal agreement and a handshake though. I mean that well, that's not binding. That would hold, up, that would hold up in a court of law, I think. But maybe not in the court of WWE. Exactly. The, the Cena signature supposedly will hold up in the court of WWE, but they could very clear. They could very easily flip it around and say, "Oh, he didn't actually sign this contract uh, to have this agreement for SummerSlam." I don't know. It just feels like they yet again they they made it overly convoluted. And as we've seen, we talked about it last week. Sasha Banks, Black Blair, WrestleMania that is billed it wrote itself. Two top stars deliver this match everyone wants to see, and instead they've just added so many unnecessary, uh, not even layers to it, but like just you know, complications and just overly, um, yeah, I guess yeah, overly complicated. And and now it's like they've 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 definitely taken some of the buzz off the story. The, the and the, then the the roll up was stupid, as you said. You know, Cena kicked out two and a half, so they they didn't even get the idea right that he could pin Reigns for the three count, and that's how the show ended. You know, oh, by like, the way, the lead into that was Roman tried to hit Cena with an attitude adjustment. Yeah, for yeah. for no reason, just like you know what? Giggles, it I guess. If you were really gonna do a whole one, two, three, it should have been John hits Roman with the attitude adjustment, pins him, crowd chance one, two, three, and we're out of there. So at least like John doesn't look like he just tried to schoolboy Roman Reigns as though he doesn't know how to win a championship that he's won 16 times around. Like, yeah. It's very strange. It's very strange. But that being are... said, though, I'll say this. I am looking forward to the match. I am, too. It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be good. But 
this won't be what it could have been. I'll say that, you know, I think it could have been so much more because sometimes we talk about it on the show all the time where the build ultimately won't really matter because the match will still deliver. But this is a case where the match could be even better if the build had helped it out. And then here, you know, the match will kind of have to like overcome this build that we've seen. So uh, Hermit Car wondering if uh, we talk about Cena maybe winning and dropping title. And now this is Greg Garden. He's saying, how about Cena wins and how he could lose the next pay per view? Or, um, on kind of the flip side, Cena losing, and that could set up somebody like Randy Orton winning the title or, you know, at some point breaking the record because he's been, I guess, the most loyal to WWE all along. Randy's got that. another what? Another, what is he, 14 or 15? Yeah, or I think it's 14. So he's got another three to go. I mean, back in the days of hot potato championship wins, I would say, yeah, it's very possible. But like his last one was a hot potato, and he hasn't sniffed the title since. So I don't, That's I don't true. know if, if we can even think that Randy could. John deserves it. Yes, John. And to be fair, like I know people want to go. Well, Flair's had the title uh, twenty-one times actually, and it's like okay. But in truth, John's hold the held the WWE Championship and the WWE, you know, all WWE titles more than anybody because john john deserves it because he's the most loyal wwe guy ever yeah and i got i guess in that same vein you know randy orton he'll be just fine he's probably gonna win the tag titles tonight over at riddle and that's been a great story on over there on raw so you know just because you're not in the world title scene as you said robert he hasn't really been in that picture since he lost the title last time but or by and large i should say um no, he's still very much doing good things as a featured player over on Raw. So uh, it's a win-win situation. So for me, it'll be a fun match. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, it's still it will still be special seeing Reigns face Cena. Uh, I, it is definitely going to be bittersweet in that sense. I think it could have been a lot better. But speaking of veterans and you know real faces of the company, guys who have been loyal through and through. Edge was on the show last night to build up his uh, his match with Rollins at SummerSlam one last time, saying that he has to go to this dark place. That Rollins has pushed him there. He doesn't like going there because you know it's hard to come back from. And they're really, they're really building up the sense that if Rollins does hit the curb stomp, uh, that that that'll like that'll actually end Edge's career because of his neck injuries. Uh, and so we got that you know Edge very Edge style promo. Later in the night, Seth Rollins comes out and says there's no shame in, in being broken down by this business and, and not being the man that you once were and not having that darkness. And speaking of darkness, Edge gave Seth Rollins a brood bath. Yeah, can, covered. We, can, we, can we just say bloodbath? Please. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm only going off with the, what, what they phrase it as. It yeah, I, I know, I know. But, like, my lord, a brood bath. And by the way, it doesn't even necessarily look like blood. If it was blood, it was very uh, blood that's been setting out for a while. This this blood was dark and concerning and maybe a little chocolate pudding-y. Yeah. I don't know. Like uh, It was goo. It was like black goo. Black goo. Lots uh, of goo. That's, that's what we're, you know, we don't, it's like Mortal Kombat. We don't bleed. We just, uh, black goo is what comes out. I think that's worse, but who yeah. knows? Um, yeah, it was a weird visual. Rollins being there covered in this, oil, uh, Hermit Carson looks like oil. Um, may, I, I guess I could say, hey, it's not the Atu there anymore. They can't, you know, have 
liquid that looks like blood because it's a PG program. I mean, it's been, it's been, I think you could have blood though. I don't know. Like if you're going to do it, you should be able to go all the way. And also edge doing the brood stick. Great. Cause he did mention, you know, I've been in ministry of darkness. Was that leading up to this one? Or was that leading up to uh WrestleMania where he had said, no, I think I thought that was this one. Yeah. Where he was like, I I've been in ministry of darkness and the brood. He should have done this before right because the last thing to build his match being edge goes brood is he gonna come up from fire tonight like what's, what's that'd be cool what, what are we doing you know it's just a weird final visual but again i said this is the match that i'm most looking forward to it should be a lot of fun I, I, you can't screw this one up for me and if they do that then we got some problems but it should be a lot of fun. I've enjoyed every bump in this road, even though to some it hasn't been as good as it should have been. I'm just, I'm still high on the idea that Edge is wrestling. And I don't want to take that for granted. Like last night alone, we saw Edge, Christian on one program, defending a world championship, and a return of a guy called CM Punk. It's I, I don't want to lose sight of it just because it's like, oh, well, that wasn't as good as I want it to be. This one I'll let slide because it's Edge can still go. Yeah, and this this one, you know, maybe even in a different way than Reigns and Cena, it's going to be a great match because we've seen Edge at WrestleMania when he faced Roman at Money in the Bank. Edge can very much still go. And in this case, the build definitely has helped the match in the sense that it's been a good build. It's been compelling. They've had good promos and a good direction. Uh, they haven't screwed it up. Uh, for me, you know, I was more of a, a radar superstar edge. Not now the the brood was a little before my time, but it's still fun seeing it go retro like Francisco Nando saying here, uh, having them you know go with the brood like that. Uh, it'd be cool if they kind of worked, found some way to tie it into the the match tonight. But um, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, was, it was fun. Starbucks like that's you know. Can't really complain too much about it. I think it'll be a fun match. Like I said, uh, we, we've talked about in recent weeks. So I'm not really sure who's going to win. I, I could see either guy. You know, I think there's a case to be made either way. Uh, and then I guess at the end of the day, in a way, it doesn't even really matter because it's, it's just going to be a good match and it's going to be a good time. But um, I feel like Edge has to get the win here. Like he he hasn't gotten that win from the fans, and and I think I think this is his moment because Rollins will be fine if he loses. The fact that Edge hasn't gotten a win in front of fans is crazy. I mean, and I I just I feel like that's one of the big issues indicative of WWE. Yeah, I know he got some wins on his journey, but they were all in the Thunderdome. And that's not cool. Actually, one was in the performance center. So yeah. That's not cool. I mean, to be fair, like they've only had so many opportunities to give him that one in front of fans. I think he won like a SmackDown match in front of fans, you know, the what maybe it was the first SmackDown back if it was a, a tag team match in the series. But in terms of a big pay-per-view match, this is only his, I guess, technically his third chance uh, to get that win in front of the fans because they had WrestleMania, they had Money in the Bank, and now it's SummerSlam. So, you know, I guess the the, the cards have fallen this way. And so it would make sense to have the, the win in front of fans come here tonight at SummerSlam. Uh, what you do next, I don't know. Uh, he's already faced Roman, so I'm not quite sure what happens next in that sense. But 
uh, you know, to give them a win for the fans for just to enjoy the moment. I don't really think there's anything really wrong with that. Um, but we'll have to see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that match we know will be happening on SummerSlam. One match that we don't really know because it's suddenly uh, surrounded with a lot of uncertainty. Bianca Blair and Sasha Banks for SmackDown Women's title. Uh, yesterday afternoon, the reports broke that uh, Sasha Banks would not was not in attendance at SmackDown, and the word going around was that this match, quote-unquote, might be called off. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of doubt, a lot of uh, question you know, surrounding this match, and it's pretty unclear. And But if we, I should say, Bianca Blair was on the show last night. She referenced the match, and she said, oh, I, I hope Sasha's watching because... Uh, you know, I, I hope she sees what I'm going to do to come out and Selena Vega. So they, they play it off like the match will be going down, but definitely, you know, a case where you wonder if, there, if where there's smoke, there's fire. But at the very, at the very least, the other day, uh, Blair did defeat both Carmella and Selena Vega. So based on what we saw last night, it seems like this match is going down. But, you know, usually, you know, when you have reports kind of break this news, like I said, they, there's seemingly cause for concern here. Because they, they they were both pulled from my events last weekend. They were uh, supposedly good, both good to go, but Friday, the the day before the show, uh, Banks not there, and uh, the match being called into question. I keep hoping that it is uh, something due to flights, or maybe you know just something else. But the hope, the idea being that if this is a covid related thing and I, I at that point you should say whatever the other thing is because if it is just oh mr flight oh it's a personal family man like look explicitly state it's not covid19 i think we're at that point where you need to do that because the delta variant has already begun to put things in question just has yes. things are getting underway and i God, I hope she can go. But if she can't, like, here's what I'll say. If she can't and they know she can't, then they're fucked up for acting like Bianca's like, oh, Sasha, you better be watching. If you know Sasha can't go, you're wrong for promoting this match. Absolutely. Like, you know, that's so false based on their really. based on their own actions, I'm gonna say Sasha must be good to go. Because otherwise. They wouldn't have Bianca say the things she said because that's just gross and false advertising and super negligent. Yeah. It's it's not fair to your audience, but I don't think that they would do that. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they wouldn't do that. I wouldn't think so. I, I, I try to be hopeful in that sense that they wouldn't you know mislead the audience like that, at least with something so glaring like this. So... I would have to hope that that's what happened tonight, but that, as, as I said, there is some cause for concern, room for doubt, and we're not really going to know until showtime, I guess, unless the last minute report breaks as, as an update. Um, of course, oh, we'll that's try. Tell, tell us on the bump. Oh, breaking news, <laughs> Sasha Banks. So we told you on the bump. I hope they don't do that. I'm, I hope so too. But regardless, of course, yes, we hope Sasha's okay. Whatever the whatever might be going on, um, it's weird because usually, you know, we've seen them if it is COVID or what, you know, a related issue, they've acknowledged it before. Where when Drew tested positive, they did have them speak about it on Raw. 
Um, but, uh, you know, there are many other times where people have been absent uh, due to COVID or COVID protocols, and they haven't mentioned it. So there's really no way to know what's going on right now. Um, and, you know, there, there's definitely some, there's some, you know, I, I, very least uncertainty. Uh, I've seen this idea floated around, and I'm curious what you think about it. Herman Dakar is saying he hopes to see Becky replacing Sasha if this is how the, this situation has unfolded. You know, what could they do? Kind of a a surprise like substitution here with the you know Becky supposedly being good to go. Now, granted, I think for for me, I'll answer the question then, and why I want to hear what you have to say about it. For me, I would more think they would build up Becky's return and you know try to pop a rating. Rather than yep. having a playoff like this, yeah, I I keep seeing. I was directly asked, "Oh, well, it's a trick to get uh, Becky back?" And no, I don't think you'd do that. I don't think you have Sasha Bianca built like this, and then just have Sasha disappear. Like, if they feel desperate enough to where they have to pull the trigger on Becky, sure. Here's my here's my pitch, Naomi. Naomi, oh, something happened to Sasha. And then it's Naomi comes out, beats the living hell out of Bianca, wins the title, is in the bloodline, worry about the Sasha stuff later, and just pivot. Pivot. You know, just we're not even going to talk about it. Don't do some triple threat with Zelina and Carmella, especially after she single-handedly defeated both of them. They don't need it. Don't do some triple threat with uh, Shotzi and Knox. Don't just run with Naomi if you got her. And, like, let's go. Even though Naomi just did do a bunch of uh, ID shots with the glow gear. So I guess maybe that would cause some issue, but... Run with it if you got it. I that's something I that I want to see, or uh, depending how things unfold from here on out. But looking back on the 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 heart of the pandemic era, that's that's something I wish WWE did a little better. Is that when these situations arise and you know the card is subject to change, but when a when a performer uh, tests positive or or you know otherwise you know, fails COVID protocol in some way, whether it's exposure or whatever it might be, I want to see WWE, you know, kind of adapt a little better to kind of, you know, have these storylines be a little more uh, dynamic where it's like, okay, if this person can't go and, you know, let's, I mean, we, we saw it uh, several times throughout the quote unquote pandemic era. You know, someone would get pulled from a show, uh, you know, like when, when, Drew, when Drew tested positive, there's some, like, I wish they kind of, uh, adapt a little better, you know, to, to, did something to kind of like keep keep the show going without it being so kind of like, you know, jarring, like, okay, they're there, then they're not, right? And that, that Robert, what you just pitched, you know, kind of pivoting in a very like active sense, like, okay, if Sasha can't go, let's do this instead, you know, and not even like say, oh, you know, Sasha's not here, but just do something else instead. Granted, I think that there's you know some room to say oh that's they they, they misled us you know I, anyway. But if Sasha can't go, you know that's one way they can kind of uh, you know like I said, the very good word pivot. I like that. Uh, if Sasha can't go, I think that's one good idea they could do. Uh, I think we're both in agreement that you know having Becky Lynch show up as a very random uh, you know sub not random but you know very sudden substitution like that. I don't know if that's necessarily the most realistic, although uh, I was going to wait to talk about it, but that does lead the way to a natural question. Like, 
Uh, but we, we talked about a little last week last weekend. But you know, now we, we've arrived. CM Punk is an AEW, and of course, now the, as a, in, the, in, the, in the WWE lens, the question becomes: What can WWE do? Nothing. To, okay. Nothing. About, about, okay. Let let me. <laughs> they they can't do anything to to match it. Obviously, we know that, right? There's nothing they can do to even like to even take anything away from that buzz. I'm more asking, what can they do? You know, just to answer, I, I, not to match it, I but to answer. I knew what you were asking, and my answer remains nothing. WWE right now can't match it because they're just like, oh, well, we're WWE. You know when WWE is going to want to match it? If that number for Rampage comes in higher than SmackDown, or if the number from Dynamite, now that people know he's there, comes in higher than Raw or SmackDown, then WWE is going to go, all right, strip everything. What do we need to do? Let's get down to business. That's when they're going to match it. Until then, they're just going to go, oh, well, glad he found a place where he's happy. Like Roman did the whole, I think Dean's happy where he's at over in AEW. But let's be real, if you... If he could have been the man here, he would have been the man here. It's like, man, if they, if they beat you, like, if they take it from you, then it's going to be an issue. And then it's like, what happens? What happens when you have Dynamite suddenly it's performing better than Raw or Rampage is already out doing SmackDown and it's on at 10 p.m.? I don't know, man. The steampunk moment felt magical. Would Becky help? Yes. But now it's a systemic. It's a WWE systemic issue. So I think to me, it's more than uh, just throw Becky out there. Because now the thing is, Becky was hot. Let's be real. Becky was hot in a time where, and I know it's just a couple years ago, but AEW wasn't running yet, were they? Right. You got to really think about that. You got to really think about the last year without Becky and how, you know, AEW ramped up their stuff. Maybe Brock. I see somebody saying Brock. Uh, I'd call in Brock personally. You know, I'd call in whoever I had to call in. I'd say, John, can you do a year? John, can you do a year and maybe turn heel? Can we can we maybe like can you do a year, maybe turn heel, maybe tell everybody to kiss your ass, you know, whatever. It's, that's the kind of drastic stuff I think you would need to do because there's nothing right now. There is nothing right now that you can do. Because you don't have you've got Adam Cole, maybe. Maybe. But, but you don't have the Undisputed Era, where you can do Undisputed Era invasion of Raw or SmackDown, and they just take over. And then at least you're like, all right, cool, that's a fun angle. Right now, you got nothing. CM Punk delivered a genuine moment where, knowing he was there, I got emotional. You know? I'm sure you got emotional. Oh, I, I did, we were, man. We didn't talk. You know, we Grown men are in the audience shedding tears as though they are watching the birth of their first child. And I mean, like this, that moment was everything wrestling is. It doesn't matter if you know. It doesn't, and same thing with John. I'll give John this. 
It doesn't matter if you know. If the moment is good, the moment is good. The problem with WWE is the moments are good too far in between to actually matter. CM Punk mattered because the moment was good and it was real and it was uh, it's everything that you need. By the way, if I'm Adam Cole and I haven't signed yet, I just watched Rampage and I said, well, boys, it's been fun. I'm going to go have some fun with my friends. They're doing this cool thing over there. I'll see you later. I'll catch you down the road. That's what I would do. That's, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean... I, I'm with you. I just there's nothing they can do, as I said, to even to match CM Punk coming in, but even to answer it, um, I don't know. Like that, like you said, there's just nothing they can really do. You talk about Brock maybe coming back. That's probably the biggest thing they could do. Uh, we know Becky will be coming back at some point. Uh, it's it's just kind of ironic, I guess, the way the timing came just uh, fell about where. Um, and maybe in a, in a, a perfectly ideal world, you know, they could answer, quote unquote, answer Punk coming in by bringing Cena back. Because just the way the, the the time, you know, the way the chronological order here, Cena came back like that. That was the way it went. They won Cena for SummerSlam, and that's you know how it unfolded. But that, that something like that feels like the only uh, fitting response, right? You know, if, if they could have kind of played it like that with Punk coming back, okay, we're gonna bring Cena back. Uh, otherwise, there's nothing. Just there's nothing they can do to match that magical moment, and like you said, you know, for me, we're talking about WWE here. Um, seeing him back was was a wonderful moment as well when he got that response from the live fans. That was wonderful. But now that like is what we're talking about, they've they've messed up that that build to his match with Roman. Messed it up. And even in a world where he does, let's let's say in, in a world that, that they they do get him to stick around, um, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. Um, I don't know because, like again, it, or to circle back to it, if Cena wins, you know, he, he even said he's going to take the title and quote unquote leave, pull a CM Punk and Money in the Bank twenty eleven. Uh, does that? I, I still don't think they would turn him heel. Although I, I like that they need to do something kind of drastic like that you know, if, if they can. It's this time last year they were desperate. Nothing was hitting. They tried retribution. It worked for like five seconds, and they just didn't follow through. They tried Raw Underground, same deal, worked. I liked Raw Underground, and they didn't follow through. The only thing they did follow through with was Roman Reigns. Last year at SummerSlam, two guys called uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. They had a match for like the main event for the world title. And uh, this guy called Roman Reigns came out, beat him up. And that was when the last, like, okay, this is cool. Let's see where they go. Yeah. And, then and that was it. Yeah, and now now here we are one year later and kind of in a very similar situation where like, yeah, Ro- Roman's still doing great things. Cena's back. People are liking that other than the questionable uh, booking here. Uh, Edge and Rollins have been good. They've got RK Brover on Raw. Lashley Goldberg hasn't been great, but you know, at least you got that n- the nostalgia pop. Um, but they're very much in a situation where they, they need to do something kind of uh, akin to Roman Reigns coming back uh, kickstarting that kind of run that he's been on, and you know, I'm looking. You look at the um, the lay of the land here, and I just I don't see something like that. Like, it feels like they're just kind of I hate to say stuck, but I don't. 
I don't know. I don't think that they think they're stuck. I think it's uh, we're WWE. We're on another playing field, and they genuinely believe that. And in some ways, they're right to do so. But from a wrestling show perspective, this it's not hitting. I mean, Rampage was an hour, and it felt like ten minutes. SmackDown was two hours, and it felt like three. Yeah, that's the difference between. Good shows. Uh, what can you say? The only thing that AEW could do left, and we talked about this in our little group chat, if they signed Brock Lesnar, can you imagine just like, it, 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 it's panting. They're panting WWE <laughs> if they sign Brock Lesnar. It's like, that's the only thing that they could possibly do left. But Punk was a huge hit. It was a huge, huge hit. And it's proof the guy wants to be involved in wrestling. There's your answer. You, know? so, what you, you mentioned that CM Punk said last night he left wrestling, professional wrestling, when he left, he Ring, left of Honor. Ring of Honor. That and was he, a good he, line. And he, he only came back to professional wrestling on August 20th, 2021. You know, very much saying WWE is not professional wrestling. Um, st- strong statement there. Plenty of people would, would probably agree with that. Uh, I like this coming from Nando. We're talking about you know the, some of the things kind of holding WWE back, kind of some of the ways that things aren't going their way here. He's saying what's insane is that WWE has the deepest women's vision in wrestling, but they've been halting its growth. Now it's regressing, and AEW has at least two crossover stars of Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Kind of a tale of two you know very different paths there. WWE, the women's evolution, women women main eventing WrestleMania, making history, doing great things. Now you know. As, as he says, regressing. And on the flip side, AW at first very much criticized for its woman division, not, not presenting it right, not doing right by it. And, you know, over the past couple of months, especially, you know, Britt Baker has become this major star. They're building up other women very successfully as well. Uh, and, you know, yeah, you look, you look kind of beyond CM Punk, beyond some of these big things and just something like that. Uh, you know, definitely yet again, another example uh, of you know maybe one thing that just you know trending in different directions because yeah we've been seeing uh, I'll see at least as, uh, before Sasha Banks came back SmackDown One's vision wasn't looking great uh, Raw has been a mixed bag let's say um, you know yeah you know the 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 the, yeah. the the balance of power is shifting right and now as we sit here on WWE show trying to think okay what can they do about it you know. Robbie, you said a minute ago, like the problem is if the if the company isn't even going to from what we're well, from what we're seeing on the outside, if they're not going to treat it like this is a real thing, then you know it's hard to like really hope for too much change or or you know any meaningful um, move like that. You know, I don't know, but SummerSlam, like I think it'll be a fun show, right? I think we yeah, let's let's run down that card. That's it's a good one. So we're, we're, we're a SmackDown show, but we'll just run it through here. We, we talked about Reigns and Cena. That'll be a great match. The build hasn't been very good. Uh, it hasn't been nearly what it could be. But two very top stars, they're going to be in the main event. It's going to be a good match. I feel like WWE choreographed the, the result, but at the same time, you know, there's, a, there's always a chance for an upset here. Nesh Curse again dis- uh, agreeing that it could be seen as 17th world title win. Um We'll have to, you know, I think the odds are in Reigns' favor, but WWE could could go for a kind of a swerve, as you said earlier, Robert. And on the flip side, over on Raw, uh, I think a match that definitely has 
Um, less uncertainty around it. Goldberg, Bobby Lashley. For me, the build hasn't been great, but kind of in a very different way here, maybe two top stars. Lashley's been on this dominant run. Goldberg comes back. A lot of people like Goldberg, very ca casual fans, so we kept behind Goldberg. So you've got that nostalgia there. I think that'll be, that has its own appeal. Uh, Goldberg has called it a clash between, I think he said, King Kong and a geriatric Godzilla, or the other way around, I'm not sure which. But th there's some metaphor uh, in that sense. Um, you know, that'll be a, a sight to see, at least. That'll be something. Uh, on, uh, we talked about the SmackDown Women's title match. If, if it does go down, Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair will be fun. A good match, good WrestleMania rematch there. Um, again, as we were saying, not quite sure what to expect with that. Uh, we know that the, the Mysterios will face the Usos for the tag titles. And I guess at this point, I would that's going to be a great match. We saw that in Money in the Bank. That was a very good match there. So I expect the very same here. And over, right. on, over I'm curious what you think about this over on Raw. You've got RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. You've got to think this is going to be RK Bro's moment right in front of the live crowd. I, I've said this on like a couple of podcasts now. It's very simple. Uh, the power of friendship allows RK Bro to... RKO Omas, and then Randy Orton. I assume this is after AJ Styles goes for the phenomenal forearm off the shoulders of Omas and gets caught in RKO himself. Like yeah. uh, AJ's taking the pin because you can't pin the big man, but this should be a fun night. And I'll say this about Usos Mysterios. I think the blooms off the rose for Dominic. I think people are like, I don't know, man. Go go back to get some training. Because I think I think that's how people are feeling. Obviously, Usos are winning. I don't see any doubt in that. Yeah, a lot. Well, to all of you, you bring up Dominic last night. He pretty much cost Ray a match. He, he tried to help Ray cheat to win, as they do. The referee had it scouted, kicked Dominic out. The distraction helped Jay Uso beat Ray Mysterio. So uh, maybe some 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 tension between father and son there in the Mysterio family. And you know, I think it'll be a very good match. But yeah, I, I think there's some some. A, a, a fair case to be made that maybe you know Dominic could use some seasoning, some some time in NXT because he hasn't had that yet. Some time away, so it seems like people are kind of souring on him. Yeah, and people have seemingly forgotten about the the baby champ line, but even now, uh, you know, definitely some 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 lessening uh, excitement about him, I guess. You know, so I think there's something to be said for that. You know, and, and maybe they run it back at some point. Uh, Maybe next year they could do Dominic turning on Ray, having a father and son match. I think that there's definitely a story to be had there. Um, but well, we're we're not there yet. I think you know Dominic definitely needs still needs some time uh, to really uh, you know to really grow and and to get more season there. I think NXT would be a great way to do that. But he will be on the SummerSlam card second second year in a row, so that's very that's a big accomplishment for him. Uh, meanwhile, over on Raw, we're gonna have. Uh, a weird triple threat match for the Raw Women's title. It's me, Nikki A.S.H. versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, John, I've been talking about it every week, but I'm curious to, what you, well, curious to hear what you think, Robert. I mean, I think that this is very pretty. Uh, this is not going to be Nick, Nikki Ash's night. Okay. I, I I wish sometimes I was on the Raw show with you just so we could <laughs> talk about, like, the ridiculousness of Monday Night Raw. Uh, yeah, Nikki's not winning. I had just Charlotte Flair. I Charlotte Flair is winning. Charlotte Flair is the best in the world in terms of women's wrestling. I genuinely believe that she is the total package. 
she's what you should want. And I think uh, Sean Rossap said it to me the best. It doesn't matter if Becky Lynch shows up in Lucha Underground. She's going to wrestle Charlotte Flair first. So Becky's coming back. I think that's how you set that up. Yeah. And uh, that's been kind of, oh, even from a, from a fan's perspective, that feels like something they could do in the fall, maybe, maybe build up to that for, for Survivor Series or something. I mean, that, that's definitely a marquee mm-hmm. match. And that very well could start with the Charlotte winning the title tonight at SummerSlam. Definitely some other uh, noteworthy matches over on the Raw side. We're going to have Alexa Bliss face Eva Marie. Um, definitely an odd okay. clash of personalities there. Okay, um, let's, let's just let's talk about this. Eva Marie's first singles match on pay-per-view ever. And she was with the company before Bliss was even on the main roster. Like, what is that? What what is that? You know? Uh I think on the one hand, I feel like Bliss has to win. And on the other hand, I'm like, Eva can't lose, right? Eva shouldn't lose unless it's a giant Lily shows up and it's actually do drop <laughs> in Lily, Lily outfit. I don't know, but like that'd be hysterical. Eva, Eva can't oh lose, gosh. so I'm gonna go Eva Marie. There was at least one report that this match was likely going to be even shorter than Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. So I'm expecting a lot of shenanigans of some sort here. I love the idea of, of a life size do drop. Or not of uh, life size Lily, maybe a uh, do drop playing her. Um, Nushkar is saying that Lashley might win with Lily's help, whether whether it's Lily or or do drop uh, in disguise. Um, for me, maybe I'm biased. I've, I've been saying for months on the roster that Alexa Bliss needs to be back in the title picture, and I feel like that could start here. But it would be um, so kind of crushing I, if Marie lost. I thought Bliss needed to be in the title picture when she was working with the Fiend. Because yeah, no, that, yeah. that would that would have been a great way to do it. This version of her that's kind of like baby face, because I'm gonna do a really, really bootleg Harley Quinn shtick. Look, I don't even like baby face Harley Quinn. I'll I'll say that out right now. I don't like that we turned Harley Quinn full baby face. Agreed. And now you're gonna do that with Alexa Bliss. I just don't know if I like it. I... Now, Bliss is much better as a heel, whether it's in this Bray Wyatt esque character or uh, otherwise. You know, it's just yeah, I, I very I like that comparison a lot. And uh, at, the same, at the same, I don't know. At the same time, there 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 are possibilities here. If Bliss wins, if she does and uh, re-enter the title scene as she as I want her to, uh, you've got a potential match with Nikki Ash. She had a, a, a kind of a Batman Joker esque clash there of a superhero and a villain. But in, in order to do that, she's got to be a heel. Yes. And I don't see her being a heel. And I think that's unfortunate. I think that she's she she's a great villain, and uh, the, that story would write itself, you know, if they did, Bliss versus uh, Nikki A.S.H. there. Um, but at the same time, I guess the, let's let's play devil's advocate. If they keep Bliss as a face, I think there, there'd be something kind of interesting about that character facing the heel Charlotte Flair. I think there's something to be said for that. You know, I think that's one uh, at least option on the table. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it feels maybe in this case more like she's been less actual baby face, but it's kind of like when they turned uh, Sasha Banks' face. But uh, when Bailey attacked her, she was the lesser of the two heels. By putting Bliss with Eve Marie, 
she's only the rest of the wrestler of the two heels there. So I think they kind of easily pivot it back to, Hey, this is still Alexa bliss with Lily. Like she's evil and she's crazy. So let's, you know, whatever happens yeah. after SummerSlam, they could kind of go back in that direction. You know, I suppose you're right. I mean, nothing is stopping that. If you want to use the Harley Quinn comparison, Harley Quinn is in fact uh, a heel. So when, when she needs to, she can just beat up Batman, even though she's a sympathetic character. I don't like, but to me, that has years and years and years of anticipation behind it. This is just, okay, we'll do this because we couldn't do the thing that we actually set out to do. Pretty much. Uh, and that feels like you know, kind of the case in a lot of ways where like, granted, yeah, I, and, or I don't know, not, not to you know, criticize it too much. But I feel like Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg is they're doing what they could, they, well, they want to do something, they couldn't do that, so they did this instead. I feel like for a while, I, myself included, most fans thought that they were going to do Lashley versus Lesnar when that didn't, when that wasn't on the table anymore. They're like, all right, guess we're going to do Goldberg, and that has felt like a kind of a, a drop off in that sense. So um, I, I will say this: I, I don't hate the idea inherently of Lashley versus Goldberg. Goldberg, I think, is great. I think that's a great opponent to put up against Lashley. The problem is Goldberg's 55 or yeah. 54 or whatever. And not that, that, again, not that that in itself is inherently a problem. I think Flair was 54 when he had the great match with Sean at Mania. Goldberg was never a match guy anyway. No. And I think no. the the wheels fell off after that Undertaker match. I think once that went down, a lot of people soured on Goldberg. Big time. I am looking forward to seeing what they do. I do think Bill can win. I do think it can happen. There is a Saudi Arabia show coming up, and I do think this is on the table. You know? However, hell, there's a Super SmackDown coming up in the Garden. Bill can lose it in the Garden. Has Bill wrestled in the Garden? I don't even know. You know, that's an option. Um... However, I think Lashley beats him. Spear, one, two, three. I mean, yeah, there's always like that chance for an upset, right? I think who's, there's. Who's here? We got a running from. I have a running from Boss Mandel, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think there's always a chance of Goldberg. That's been the kind of the theme of, of the night here. Uh, sorry for some title lifts there. But uh, I mean, with Goldberg, yeah, we've seen it before. He beat the Fiend, he, he's won the title before. Uh, even in a situation where it feels like there's not a chance it'll win. Um, but yeah, I think the, the odds are in Lashley's favor here. And un, unlike Cena versus Reigns, like this does feel a good amount more settled where, you know, if, if they want to do something kind of quote unquote crazy, Cena winning feels possible, but Reigns, awesome. well, Goldberg is it's worth pointing out. He has a two match per year contract and he is, this is the second match on uh, of 2021 so him winning would be very surprising because like he, he i must say somehow like you know i guess they could i think that'd be surprising to have, like have him do what three four matches this year i think here's what i'll say even though my my official predictions will be lashley and reigns my genuine feeling is that one of those two is losing their belt. I don't know which one, but I do think either Goldberg or John, because they need, 
let's be honest. If it's just everybody retained, okay, one of them has to lose so that there's at least a talking point coming out of the show. Unless somehow Reigns and Cena have a five-star match or Reigns Brock Lesnar's him and bloodies him up or something, like, there has to be a talking point coming out of SummerSlam. It and, definitely does feel like, you know, they're going to want to do something like that. Like the someday to get people talking again, not as an answer to CM Punk, but as a, Hey, let's, let's redirect some of the conversation back toward us. Let's let, let's get people talking about us this weekend so that some of the focus is off of CM Punk, off of AEW. Um, and so one way to do that, uh, definitely a, a world title change, but in general, just maybe some, just general title changes here, uh, whether it's RK Bro winning the tag titles. I think it's fair to, at least think that one of Lashley Reigns will lose the title. I think, you know, they might do something crazy like that. And granted, the way that it's gone down, it would be pretty crazy to see Goldberg or Cena winning, but I think they're going to want to have a kind of a major move like that. Nesker is saying Cena winning along and or Aki Bro winning definitely going to be the pops of the night. If Cena wins, I think the place will go crazy. Um, like, right, yeah. like if Aki Bro wins, that's pop. But it's not a moment. It's not a talking point coming out yeah. of the show. And as we've talked about, WWE likes their moments. If we look at it now, Royal Rumble was Edge goes post coast to coast. WrestleMania, Sasha and Bianca are the first two black women to ever headline WrestleMania. You know, um, Money in the Bank, it was look at John Cena, look at the pop, look at the magic in the moment. They like their moments. Right now, I'm not seeing a moment, and I don't think... The face-off of Reigns and Cena combined with maybe Cena, Cena just loses is the moment that they need. I think Cena gets... If I had gun to my head, I think it's more likely Cena gets to 17 than it is Goldberg wins the title. Either way, one of those two will become the first to hold the WWE, the World Championship, and the Universal Championship. I've harped on this because not a lot of people are talking about it, and I think that that's an amazing fact that like all of the iterations of a world championship could go to one of these two men. Yeah. I mean, and I'll say as a Cena fan, I think Cena deserves that, uh, that I guess honor or the, or that history um, maybe more than, I won't say more than Goldberg, but as a, a WWE guy through and through the face of the company, the guy that's been there, I would think that Cena deserves that. I like this kind of off-the-wall idea from Nando, though, saying he'd love to see a, uh, a Lesnar run-in to Costco with Hell, and that's setting up maybe the perfect match for Saudi Arabia's show, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. And that, that, what, that would probably be in October. Um, that's something. That'd be, a, that'd be a moment, right? Yeah. You, know, you, know, you never know. Uh, I don't think they do Goldberg. I do well. Hold on, I do think they do Goldberg and Lesnar in Saudi. I don't know if they'd screw everything for just Goldberg and Lesnar in Saudi. Yeah, no, I agree. That like for me, they they I've they, we've seen them try and like frame the the Saudi Arabia shows as these like weird and some in some senses like the one offs and like you know dream money matches or whatever um, with some exceptions. And I think. If they really want to, that's something that that's they could use this, that Saudi Arabia payday to to pay for that. Um, but for SummerSlam, yeah, I, I think the the better play, um, even if they if they, if they want a moment, right? I think Cena winning at least could be a moment and you know something for the short term, whatever that might look like. Uh, so if we're going for some a big moment like that, something kind of 
I don't, again, I don't want to say crazy, but something to, to drive the conversation. I think Cena winning would be the better option, the option that I like to see more, the option that would make more sense to me. So um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how WWE handle SummerSlam, how, what they choose to do in terms of um, likely they're going to want some moments. and I, Or I think, yeah, as we've said, RK-Bro winning might be a pop. Cena winning would be a moment. So uh I don't know. I, I think that there's definitely some some room t- for some very special moments tonight, and we're going to wait and see what happens. Of course, uh, once the show it does happen, we'll have full coverage here at Zone. And uh, for if you're not if you're not percent where you can watch both at the same time, the Diamond Dudes with Rampage will be here tonight to talk all things AW and Cyberpunk. I, I wouldn't do that. The Dominic and Marcus can do whatever they want. I wouldn't do that. Going up against SummerSlam, I'd do it maybe a little bit before. Because, uh, I mean, Ring of Honor is going up against SummerSlam. I don't even think that that's smart. Ring of Honor tonight, what do they have? They got a cage match between uh, Vincent and Matt Taven. That's the only match that I know of and that I really want to stick around and check out. But they had Glory by Honor night one last night. That's exciting. You covered all that good stuff. I'll be covering uh, tonight as well. Play-by-play coverage for Ring of Iron Night 2. Impact Emergence happened last night. Sleeper show, but nice little main event between Christian Cage and Brian Myers. Uh, the money, though. CM Punk is back in wrestling. SummerSlam is tonight. Samoa Joe is in a ring tomorrow. Adam Cole's potentially last match in NXT. All these things and more are the important things to follow this weekend. And, you know, it's all about just enjoying wrestling and i know that's what we do i did kind of crush colin's dreams with the roh disparagement i i do apologize nobody covers ring of honor like colin colin is the best in the world at that but i will say SummerSlam will be a great time enjoy the show enjoy the wackiness of it all and let's see what we get absolutely so whether you're away from the aw flag or if you're a loyal WWE fan through and through if you like ring of honor like myself whatever company you like whatever company you really prefers like this weekend especially you know it's it's made it easy to do the one thing we do above all others here rest zone and robert can you tell me what that is yeah you just gotta sit down take a deep breath and enjoy wrestling indeed thanks for listening everybody